you know, I, I stole it from this guy. You, you always have to stay ready, right? If you're just going to get ready, right? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna save up for this vacation, then all of a sudden the vacation hits, it's like I'm gonna get my body ready for vacation, I'm gonna save my money for the vacation. Well, then the vacation hits, what do you do after that? Go back to eating junk food, go back and wasting money? So you stay ready, right? You're staying ready. Look, it's, it's just law of large numbers. Something is going to happen in your life, right? And if you have kids, right, you can't anticipate, they're all of a sudden, they're just gonna call. Hey, dad, I need this, or mom, I need that. Right? Maybe it's a family member. Something will always happen. Right? And so you just have to always stay ready for those things to happen. You know, plan for the unexpected. It's going to happen. You just don't know what it is, but be prepared for it to happen. This episode of the Secrets to Success podcast is brought to you by none other than Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without you having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then that cleanup afterwards. You don't have to do any of that. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, turmeric, just to name a few. And because you listen to the Secrets to Success podcast, you get to save 20% on your entire order. So go right now to www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I forward slash success and get you and your family something that really makes a difference in your health. You ready? All right. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on, y'all? What it do? Oh, man, I got Dr. Douglas in the building. Douglas is in the building. And uh, we a have special guest. a special, special guest, a longtime friend of ours, but new to the pod. Uh, excited to have him on. Uh, Mike Foguth. Yes, my sir. Brother. How Good are to we? have you here, my brother. Uh, as we like to call him on this episode, White Maul. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was going to uh, say that. Yeah. But I... <laughs> we got White Maul. And a little-known white black history fact, maybe the only uh, human uh, in the U.S. with a house bigger than Maul. So I'm like, <laughs> right. hey, right. when Mike come around with his crib, Maul will be like, okay, okay, I see what you... Ma, I can see Ma like looking at the blueprint of his land. Like, how can I? Uh, but you yeah. know, I feel bad for Ma because he don't want to leave the neighborhood. Oh yeah, no, Ma's still, still in the city. Yeah, he wants to stay in the city. Ma's you got to leave out Maul now. Ma's in the city, city. Uh-huh. But Ma, you know, he doesn't want anybody else to have the house that Martin Luther King was in. Yeah, no, 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 hey, no. Ma like that. never, no, he'll never leave yeah, that crib. Yeah. Uh, but he still managed to have a uh, humongous house. Uh, but no, beautiful crib. You know, we've talked about it for a long time, so it's actually very. Cool to see you in the house because I know it took you guys. How long did it take you to build it? Five years. Five years to imagine that. And, the, and you were telling me about it. You showed me like blueprint pics and now to actually see it. Up so that's how long it's going to take. And they're still there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. They're still there. Oh, listen. Oh, that's deep, bro. Mall got, mall house is like a plantation. Oh, you just see people all, non-stop. like it's just all day. They just never leave. Do they have mall. keys to mall? Oh, they have for to. Because sure. they're just in and see, out. that's the problem yeah, we don't talk about. But, but that, that is the problem. It's like I remember driving 
uh, down in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you drive down the coastline, right, and you see these, you know, $30, $40 million homes, mm-hmm. every single one of them had one thing in common. They had a vehicle in the driveway doing work at the house. Yeah. And yeah. nobody talks yeah. about that. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And that's a big deal when you have a family of people. Absolutely. It's like there are constantly people oh, constantly. there. Yeah. That, so, that is maintenance for sure. Yes. You know what I'm saying? By the yeah. time you finish one wing of the house, the other Something one ready to be. And, and, yeah, and, sa- and not safety in a, you know, necessarily in a negative No, way. but it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then I think that has been, you know, one episode, you know, Carl was talking about the two things, you know, and I know that's been one of my biggest challenges, you know, is Didi not, like she's such a private person. Same. You know what I'm saying? Such a private person that that's been a struggle for me and that there's more that we can do and have. But Didi's like, I don't want anybody cleaning my, you know, I don't want nobody in my bedroom. I don't want anybody in my, you know, where I don't necessarily care. You know, it doesn't bother me. Me and my, cl- yeah. me and my crew, we yeah. on a good, we like this. Yeah, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> like this. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. be in my drawers. Yeah. Like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, no <laughs> like, we, do, we, we fam yeah. now, girl. Yeah. Don't even trip. Yeah, but, you know what I, but, I, but to not just, for real, by the yeah, way. That's yeah, yeah. No, no. But I'm saying, to your point, you know, people look at one aspect of stuff and they don't look at the full, you know, hookup. And I just know, man, unfortunately, man, I got one of them kind of wives that if you push her too much, it changes her disposition. My wife's the exact yeah. same way. You know, yeah. so it's like, I can do certain things, but the way she would treat me would change if yes. I pushed her over the edge. But yeah, I mean, we and even in San Diego, it's not that big, but for us going from a 23 to a five, you mm. know, it's like, she like, the bathrooms, like literally last time we went home, her and Jada just locked bathroom. Yeah. They was like, y'all Don't not going in there. Don't mess this one, yeah. They're like, yeah. We're like why y'all, yeah. you and Jalen will literally use yeah, every you say, bathroom. Yeah, you say whatever one I'm walking by. Yeah. Especially yeah. after I hit yeah. 40. Yeah, no question. <laughs> I might use both of them on the way yeah. to the you know bedroom. What I'm so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. But so, I'm saying, you know, you got to go when you got to go. Yeah. Don't worry about that, young that, fella. Man. You don't know about that yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I know uh, that's right. You don't know nothing yeah, about that. Yeah, no, no, that. no. You, I, I yeah. promise you, if you see in the, I feel like my son. Like, so when I ask Trey, we'll be somewhere and like, I'm like, you got to use the bathroom? He'd be like, I'll try. Yeah. That's how I feel when my wife asks me now. Like, you got to use the bathroom? I'll try. You know what I'm saying? It's a good, strong possibility something got to come out. How long out. are we going to be in the car for yeah, you? Exactly. <laughs> hey, e, you be doing good. I'm talking, Didi and I joke. Like, we going through the airport. Didi stop at this one. I stop yeah. at that one. And E, uh, like, yeah. e will you Well, you know the trick, the next though, for time. me. And again, I don't always have to, but. I don't have a problem if I have to use it on the plane. I yes. Didi, again, germaphobic, like she won't go yeah, into yeah. that bathroom. So for me, it's like, I don't got to use it, but if I got to get on this plane and two hours in, I got to use it, I'll do it. Yeah. But, ooh, some of those, I do understand when I go in sometimes, <laughs> like, oh, I see exactly why don't she don't want to go into this bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike yeah. got a private plane. Yeah. So yeah. No you question. know what I'm saying? You Mike should. got the PJ now, and, and but I, he ain't got to use public You know what? I just got to get Didi around. Maybe, Mike, if I get around you, that'll change. Because I did get her to do, in San Diego, there's a, a flight. It's, a, it's called, I think, JSX. But it's a private mm-hmm. kind oh, of yeah, situation. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's um situation. That's yeah. what look at look yeah. at these guys it's, it's, talking it's private yeah. jet situation. So she will do that from <laughs> yeah. San Diego Say to Vegas. Something. Yeah. Cause we gotta go all the way to LA to catch a plane to Vegas. Yeah. Well do they so got the uh, Delta cookies? <laughs> they don't. Do have you have the Delta cookies? They don't. But That's I'm sure what I'm saying. If you ask, you can yeah. get them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah, they can if you ask. But her thing is, with that, she's always been, you know, it's she had she didn't crash, but she had people that she knew that did, so she'd be yeah, on that. I told you, yeah. that took my wife forever. She wouldn't, never, she wouldn't even get on. I said, let's go look. Yeah. 
She's like, no. And then uh, the whole COVID thing actually helped and mm -hmm. a lot of silver linings to that. That was the first time I was able to get her going flying. And, and uh, yeah. to, to introduce Mike, man, and obviously, man, one of our most successful friends, but also, man, he shares a, a core common value system with us, man. Mike is a family man. Him, you and your wife have been married how long now? We've been together for over 20 years, but we've been married for 14. Uh, over 20, 14. Five daughters. Yes. And one of the boys, like a <laughs> similar situation to Maul. So when we met, uh, Mike, he had five daughters, and I was yeah. like, yo, are you going for a boy? And he was like, yep. Yeah. He was like, we still going? I was like, man, like, I'm not going to lie. Five girls. I'm like, Maul, you say you would have been kept going. But that's a commitment right there. And so, um, man, Mike is uh, not only somebody who we call on when we have, you know, financial questions, things of that nature. I know he walked me and E through a ton of stuff, Carl. Uh, he's just been there for us. And so I wanted to bring him on the pod just because he has a wealth of knowledge. Um, and like I said, shares a, a common value system, man. We always want to make sure that we're bringing people up here that, you know, you guys will resonate with and you guys trust us to make sure that the people who come on here, man, are, are vouched for, tried and true. And so one, uh, I will say this, even though he is, uh, we, we love him, even though he is now a, uh, a sponsor of the Michigan Wolverines. Hey, so cue the bull yeah. noise on somebody that. Somebody got to do it. Um, but he is a, he's a big-time Wolverine. <laughs> they yeah. did spank us the other day. Uh, sure enough. Um, and so did a few other people <laughs> this year. Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, listen. It, ha it happens. You know, you, every dog got their day. Um, but shout out to... to I, don't, I don't have hatred for, you know, my brothers are diehard Michigan fans. Uh, I don't like hardball, but I'll, that's, that's neither here nor there. But um, even being a Michigan Wolverine, man, we love you. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. Um, so I guess I want to get into it. Like, uh, we, we talk about money on the pod, you know, quite a bit. E talk, you heard E talking about Warren Buffett, mm -hmm. um, you know, before and just kind of the lessons learned and stuff like that. Being a, you know, top player in the financial industry and knowing the markets and knowing all of, all of this stuff, what is something that you would tell somebody who's out there who is looking to start investing or just, like, serious about, like, trying to get serious about money. We talk about fiscal responsibility all the time. Are there any common misconceptions that people have about like, where should I invest? And you shouldn't invest and the economy's tanking and it's the best time to buy and it's the worst time to buy. I feel like there is so much information and misinformation. Where do you start people on their journey? The easiest thing is just to break it down and keep it simple, right? And so I, you know, generically speaking, I always tell people there's three, three buckets for your money. Short-term, mid-term, long-term. Short-term is money that you're going to spend in the next, I would say, anywhere from 30 to 120 days, okay. right? Stuff that you know is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Give us some examples. Just Does that include like mortgage? Like Yeah, I mean, your mortgage, your day-to-day -day stuff, the mm -hmm. money in, money out, right? So if you have a budget, you know how much money you're going to spend in the next 30 days because it's, it's what it takes to live on, right? Mm -hmm. And everything's more expensive now. So you have to account for that. But there's also things that you need to think of short-term that are going to be coming up, right? Like the holidays are coming. Yes. Yes. Right? So these next 60 days, I'm going to spend more money in November and December than I will in January and February. Mm -hmm. So let's account for that. Don't put more money into your, into your retirement long-term bucket. Put it into your short-term bucket. Mm -hmm. So again, just break it down. And, and so you do your short-term stuff. So you have your 30 to, let's say, 120 days that you know you're going to spend or that you're starting to prepare for, right? And it could be, hey, I'm going to have to put new tires on the car or the roof's starting to look like it's going to go bad. So you start to save for those things. And then that's where it kind of falls into your midterm bucket, right? Things that you're going to spend probably in the next one to three years. Mm -hmm. And again, those are a lot of surprises. Things that are going to happen. But 
If you really sat down and thought, okay, what am I going to spend money on the next one to three years? Say, oh, my kids are going to play travel sports, right? And when they go and travel, we got to go to the hotel and we got to do the airplanes. We got to do these other things, right? So there's just a lot of little things, but if you actually stop and think about it, they'll come up. And then your third is, is really the easiest. That's your long-term stuff. That's money that you're saving for your retirement or things that are 10 plus years away from now. Hey, I'm going to be turning 40. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to go to come Dubai, on. right? I, yeah, right? I want to do these things. Yep. Don't just wake up and say, well, I'm going to go to Dubai. Well, did you save to go there? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Where's that money going to come from? Well, I'm going to be, my parents are turning this or we're going to be celebrating this or whatever it may be. Plan for those things. Yeah. And then when you get that paycheck, it's just real easy. That money goes boom, 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 move on. Is there a percentage? Like, I guess, I guess you're saying that it just, okay, so that's different because some people would say like this much to save, this much to spend. You're saying it mo- mostly depends on the situation. So when you get somebody, how do you have them analyze that situation? And then for people like we talked about when life happens, right? Like I didn't see my car just dying. You know what I mean? I didn't see this happening. Like, how do you account for those? Well, well, it all goes back to investing because you're going to get a better rate of return the longer you're able to push things out for, Mm -hmm. right? The more risk you're going to take, the bigger your reward is going to be. But for example, right now, the markets aren't performing very well. So if you had all of your eggs in that long-term basket and the car breaks down today, Mm -hmm. it's probably not the best time to sell when everything's down. Mm -hmm. So you start, you put, you pay your stuff your first 30 days or your 30-day bucket Okay, once that's paid for, okay, then I go put some money over here that I'm anticipating, then everything else goes there. So everybody's percentages are going to be different. You want to put as much money into the longest-term bucket as possible by paying this one first, this one second, and the leftover goes here. No, that makes a ton of sense. And I'm thinking about, like, uh, for, you know, individuals, you, you, you play offense a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we talk about it on this podcast a lot. Like, a lot of people, I feel like when it comes to investing in, like, their money, they play defense, right? Like, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? What do you think about in terms of, like, being offensive-minded without being stupid, if that makes sense? Sure. Well, I, you know, I, I stole it from this guy. You, you always have to stay ready, mm-hmm. right? If you're just going to get ready, right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to save up for this vacation. Then all of a sudden the vacation hits. It's like I'm going to get my body ready for vacation. I'm going to save my money for the vacation. Well, then the vacation hits. What do you do after that? Mm-hmm. Go back to eating junk food, go back and wasting money? So you stay ready, right? You're staying ready. Look, it's it's just law of large numbers. Something is going to happen in your life, right? And if you have kids, right, you can't anticipate. They're all of a sudden, they're just going to call. Hey, dad, I need this or mom, I need that, right? Maybe it's a family member. Something will always happen, right? And so you just have to always stay ready for those things to happen. You know, plan for the unexpected. It's going to happen. You just don't know what it is, but be prepared for it to happen. Yeah, and Ian, Carl, you could jump in, but I think one of the things that we talk about on this podcast, and, you know, I'm not, I know you didn't, you came from a pretty middle class. Very middle class. Yeah, yeah. very middle class background. I'm, we had a couple conversations. I wanted to make sure I wasn't misquoting you, but um, all of us come from situations where I know we didn't talk about money positively, Same. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yo, everything about money was like, you want to go on a trip? It's going to be a lot of money. And nothing against, nothing against my parents. They, we just, that's how you thought. Like, okay, like, this person got this coming up. How much money is it? You got to go to such and such house, you get some money. So money was never like a, we never talked about, like, making money or, like, being on the offensive side of money, as, as we like to call it, right? Like, as more termed it. But I think for us now, I'm looking at, like, I wonder, with you having five daughters and now you got your son, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's a young fella, you know what I mean? Yeah. Handsome young fella. Prince. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, 
how we talk to our family about money and how we kind of like start those conversations because I think so they're kind of taboo. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, just, I just had it. I just got off the phone with, uh, with Jalen and I don't know, I, I think it was a sermon, Mike. Um, I heard a sermon some years ago. It was actually a five-part series where the guy was talking about be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. But he was talking more you know, like Joseph and those guys, uh, Jacob and those guys, like how they literally produced and how they were wealthy. Abraham, they was breaking it down like, yo, they tended to sheep. Like, that's like you having a dealership, a fleet of Mercedes Benz. It's like, bro, they had sheep and they were, you know, producing. And so I told my son and my daughter, I said, here's my, here's my, here's the only thing I want for y'all. You, you need to, as soon as you possibly can, before I die, something happens for me. You need to figure out what your gifts are that's going to make you, a, that's going to have a check with your name on it. So Jalen and I just had a conversation. He was like, yeah, mom was like, you know, you know, mom more on a, you know, middle still, Didi has really still a real, like, middle class mindset. So she was like, Jalen, come on, what you going to do? Like, if your father dies, so that's the big yeah. thing. Like, what you going to do if your dad dies? Like, what's going to happen to you economically? You know, so I was just like, yo, Jay, relax. I know where she's coming from. You have to embrace that middle class. But like, yo, for real, you actually have a tool that you created that Marshall helped you do the whole, like you have a physical tool. I need you to ask yourself, where can you insert that tool? So here's what I'm going to do for you. I know the places that you can insert it. I'm not going to insert it for you. But I'm going to tell you where you can insert it and that people are there I'm going to make you actually go have a conversation with them, go to lunch with them, go to dinner with them, and you're going to have to convince them to insert your program into the school district or the youth detention centers. Like, they got government money. So my thing for my children is not, AJ, hey, only spend this to do that. I'm like, you can spend as much as you can make. But what can you make, son? So what tool? So he was like, you know, Dad, I do camera stuff. I said, forget the camera stuff. Don't be like your dad. Don't do the stuff that requires you to be there. You literally have a tool that you can insert into different circumstances and make money from that. That's what I need you to focus on. So what I'm teaching my kids is bump money. What's your gift and how can your gift make money for you? Yeah, that's huge. I mean, it, I always say it's got to be duplicatable, yeah. repeatable, yeah. and predictable. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You can't be at all places at, all at time. one time. Yeah. You just, you can't. There's, there's very few people in this world that are, you know, if you want to call it wealth or success, because they're doing it by themselves. Right, right. Right? Yep. Maybe a professional athlete. Right. Right? They're out there, they're out there performing, and it's one person. But then look at when they leave the court or the playing field, a lot of times you see that they, they get success and, and an abundance of wealth from outside businesses. Mm -hmm. Look at the Shaquille O'Neal's of the world. Look at... Kobe Bryant, right? I mean, he made more money on body armor than he did from the NBA. Crazy. Right? You think he's in the factories packing bottles? Right. No. He's not even here, mm -hmm. right? Same thing with Shaq. And so, I, you know, to E's point, I think a lot of those times when you start to look at those with, with kids, for me, you know, the whole reason why my wife and I were committed to, to the success is because we, we want our children to be able to do what God has gifted them to do. And it might be that they're going to be the world's greatest teacher. Right? Yep. And, I, and, I, and I think teachers are grossly underpaid. 
but there's no way that they're going to be accustomed to maybe doing the lifestyle that they want on the teacher's salary, right? But they could, be the, they could change the world by being a teacher. So what we've committed to is, and a lot of times you hear Maul talk about this, is being able to, to give them the life that they want, that he's given his children the life that they want, right? By doing the things that, that God has gifted them to be able to do. And, and I take that as my responsibility. My wife and I have this conversation all the time. So what does that mean? If your daughter wants to be a teacher, you're going to make sure she's still a millionaire while she's teaching? A thousand percent, yes. And so I have that conversation because, you know, you get to a point where, you know, there's only so much time that you have, right? And having six children and, and again, we're involved. They're all in these travel sports and all these other things. And, and you know, the other conversation. Bro, I don't know how you do it. Every Mike, time you say right? six kids, oh, I'm sick. Listen, <laughs> I'm talking about volleyball, uh, soccer, football, yes. golf, tennis. I'm like, it might be everywhere. But, but, but that's, that was the whole reason Absolutely. why. That, that was my why. Absolutely. I, I you know, the, my entrepreneurial journey started because I, my, my father drove me to school every single day. I mean, we lived across the street from the school and he would drive me to the school sometimes. I always told myself I want to drive my kids to school. I don't know why that was, but that was. And then I had this, this wake-up call. I was like, all right, if work starts at 8.30 and school starts at 8.30, one of them's going to have to give. And so I take my kids to school every single day and then I'm there for the back and forth to practice. I'm never going to miss a game. That's my why. But to your point, yeah, I mean, I, I anticipate my children. And again, it, it's, it's this hard line of you don't want them to be spoiled and entitled, right? Still want them to be hungry. And so I think that it, you just can't wake up one day and give them everything and then expect them to work for everything, right? And I think that they, you know, that they lead by example. You, I, you'll never have to worry about your kids feeling entitled because dad's still busting his butt every Absolutely. single day and they see that he already has everything. Right? I mean, here you are flying up to be in this podcast and everything. Your kids, you, you don't have to worry about that. Right? I don't want to be here. I, right? just, I, I don't, don't want to be here. You don't I'm get just, a choice. You got to be here. Yeah, yeah. This is totally in my chair. I don't push you more. Don't put this on the record for my kids. They didn't want to be here. Yeah, yeah. This is one, Mike. No, no, no. But you see what I'm saying? They don't have to question that. Yeah, of course. Right? And, and when, you know, I, and I've said this before, you be where your feet are. When you're with your kids, you're with your kids. And you're just talking about that. That's hard. Especially when you're a business owner, right? And you're thinking about, I got this deal, I got this book, I got this boom, your head's in a thousand different places. A majority of the population doesn't deal with that. You know, right. a majority of the people, right. when it's five o'clock, it. it's, well, it's I it. I shut it down. There is no, I don't have work on my, on my phone. My, my cell phone's for me. And so, you know, as long as your kids see that. Did you have to put those barriers in place or was that something that you said even before you had kids? And well, you know what, I'm gonna be real. Walk us through that entrepreneurial journey because I guess... I know you kind of like now in terms sure. of business stuff, but we haven't talked a bunch about when did you, and I should have, we probably should have started there. You own a financial firm, yes. right? And yes. a financial management firm, and you also teach other financial managers how to be big time financial managers. I know you do that, yes. but where did this start? And did you work for a firm and then break away and then start Fogooth Financial? Or, yeah, yeah talk so, to us so about So I, I started, you know, on the back end as I learned the business on the wholesale side. And so I understood what everybody needed in life, the end user, right? The, the general public. I knew what they needed, but never, had, never went direct to them. So I could do everything that they needed without having to spend the time one-on-one -on -one with them. Mm. So I, 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 my, my job was to be able to educate the financial advisor right. on how to right. do their job. 
So once I said, well, you know, I'm talking to a lot of people, like, oh my gosh, if this guy can do it, I'm going to be the world's greatest, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So, so that, that's, and again, I was working for someone at the time, so I said, all right, I'm going to go on and I do my own. And, and it, I was a one-man show. I did everything by myself, right? Everything that, that our firm now does, and again, duplicatable, predictable, right? And, and we know what's going to happen before it happens because that was my mindset from day one. I, yes, I'm a one-man army, but I'm acting as if I'm doing something of a 40, 50 person firm. So was that before you had kids? No, we had, my, we had two kids when I went out on my own. So how were you managing that work-life balance? Because I think a lot of people look at where you and E are now and go, there, there yeah, is, if I had there all is this, no such thing I as a work-life be, balance. Yeah. It's, you know, it's 120 to 120, yeah, no right? I'm 120 businessman, I'm 120 dad. Mm-hmm. And, and when, I'm, when I'm in business mode, it's blinders on, and it just go. But I think most people would look at you now and say, well, if I had that kind of financial freedom, I'd be home and at every game too, but I'm still in the weeds, so I'm not going to be able to make this soccer game. You, you know, I, I tell my children all the time, you choose your choice. Yeah, that's it. You choose, you choose, that. Your, choice. You choose your choice. That's it. Yeah. Name that the podcast, please. Right. Choose. Let me yeah, no, I'm choose saying Henry Ford, Henry Ford said, if you think you can, you can. Yeah. If you think if you, you can, can, you can. Right. So right. I'm just saying, like we talked a couple podcasts ago yes. with the mindset. Yes. Like, yo, Mike, I'm really starting to realize, like, yo, all humans are, to whatever extent, created equal. Yes. It's just a brain. Yes. Like how people think it, about it, you know, so, you know, just to your point, so here's how I had it in my mind. You never know if this stuff is going to work out. But as an adult, I was like, yo, if I can get, if I can create a family business, then we all going to be together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, so yes. now Jada's working with the foundation. Jalen's working with the foundation, some of the stuff. Didi's involved with the church and everything. You know, she's on the meetings. Yeah. She, we walking through the mall. We walking through the airport the other day. And she was like, okay, we got to stop because it's about to get intense. But we was just going back and forth on business. Yeah. Like, Okay, Didi, you got to understand, like, I feel you. I, I love that. Mama, Papa, but boom. But I'm saying it's so much easier now because we are doing business together. Mm-hmm. So we're together. Having fun so, together. yeah, so Jada wants to do fashion. Jalen wants to do fashion. So it's a young lady out of Philly who's in Atlanta doing big fashion. So, so Jada and Jalen are going, I can't make it because I got some other stuff to do. But to your point, I always said to myself, I'm going to make this work. And Didi was like, Jada needs to go work for somebody before she works for you. And I was like, no, nah, I don't agree with that. But I let it go, Mike, and it just so happened. Mm-hmm. So now I'm telling Jada, hey, this lady at the Boys and Girls Club wants to hire you. Hey, either volunteer or go part-time, because I do want you to learn some skills. But to your point, Jada wanted to be a social worker. And everybody would tell her, there's no money in social worker. There's no money. And I said, go for it. Yeah. Is that what you really love? Go get a master, get a PhD. So then I told her, I said, here's what we do. I chose the assessment only because it's 100 years old. You talk about predictable. Like, my man came out with this almost 100 years ago. Everybody uses it in corporate America. So there's some people that I know that are not connected to those people that use it. So I'm like, yo, it's been around 100 years. It's proven. Jada, here's how we could take it to the next level. She's like, dad, I don't know if I want to do it. I say, yeah, here's what we do. All the people that come through the assessment, the NBA, the NFL dudes, other people who don't want to pay the big bucks, yo, you're a social worker. Go get your license. Now you can charge Blue Cross, Blue Shield. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. you can use the, now they can use their insurance to come to you. Yeah. So you don't even have to do it the way dad's doing it. You can actually still help some of these people that I'm with who don't have the money to pay out cash. Everybody can't pay that's for such much cash. Yeah, yeah that's, that's ridiculous. But everybody's got insurance. Yeah. So people can now, Jada, you get, I'll help you get licensed. Yes. With, use some of the money you get well, licensed. No one's in. ever said that, that, you know, 
you can't utilize your resources to yeah. become more successful. Yeah. We've yeah, all yeah, done yeah. it. We've yeah, all yeah, done yeah. it. Right? Yeah. That's our job as a parent. That's right. our job right. as a leader yeah. to be able to make the people around me more successful. I mean, yeah. the point earlier, right? I mean, in previous podcasts I was listening to when they said that there's no problem with saying the people around me are, in order for me to be successful, yeah. they have to be, be successful, successful yeah. also. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you can't just be sitting up here on this pedestal and everybody around, you know, just, just looking for crumbs. It's not going to work. So I always say use those relationships, and that's the greatest thing. That's the thing I think as a father figure that I look at as a father figure into my business, I want to help everybody around me. Right? Just because I'm saying, would, would, if you were to say, okay, would my daughter be able to be where she's at at the same level without me? I don't care. Because right. mm. we don't have to answer that question that's because right. I am here. That's right. Right? Right. right? And, you know, you asked it earlier, when I started this journey, my wife and I, our, our children have made sacrifices. There were a lot of times early in my career where I was not there for dinner. It's a long-term investment for no Jada. Question. That's just getting ready to get yeah. cashed out, right? That's it. That's it. I, I, yeah. On that That's note, it. Mike, it's I want to ask, yeah. ask you, you yeah. can jump in here yeah. too, but yeah. I heard, I heard um, Ben on the, the ground school call. Ben said, it's about the question you ask. Right? So I want to ask you guys, like, just point blank. Like, when you wake up in the morning, like, what kind of questions come into your mind? I'm prefacing it by saying this. The average person is asking, man, why is this happening to me? And I'm saying the question is the answer. So when you answer why it's happening to me, you could think, man, shoot, my dad didn't do this. My dad, you see, it's a lot of, you could, let me say it like this. You can come up with a lot of excuses when you frame the question that way. So I want to find out from you, what yeah, questions are you asking yourself to not, you see what I'm saying? Sure. First thing I, you know, wake up, thank God for the day. Absolutely. And then the next thing out in my mind is, where are my kids going to be today and where do I need to be to be with them? Mm, that's good. That's just because the things around me that bring worry, bring doubt, or quite frankly, I'm not good at doing or I don't want to do, I've put people in my life to do that. So I don't, ha I, there's never a point where I gotta get up and like, oh man, I wonder, let me check this email. I don't. And so I think that it's, you just have to build your life to get to that point. And I promise you, it's not gonna happen overnight, but it can happen because there's people out there that are really, really good at the things that you're really, really bad at, right? We were joking about travel before we jumped on here. You know, and you, you, know, my, you can ask my wife, my assistant, like, if I were to book a trip, I'd probably end up in the wrong city at the wrong time at the wrong hotel. Right, right, right. right? But I'd be there. I'd be like, I'm here. And I'd be like, you're not there. There's people that are really, really good at doing those things. Yep. Put those, surround yourself with those people, right? Doing the flight assessment with your daughter and your son, they're really, really good at those things. So let's put them and put people around them that are really good. And everybody just starts to rise with the tide. So, you know, to answer your question, I wake up and that's the first thing in my mind is, what do I need to do to support my kids today? Because that's my everything. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, the no. same. I got the same one is that this, because your kids are younger because yeah. my kids are older, so it's a whatever. And it's like, E, what do you have to do today to protect that? Like, what do you have to do today? So today it could be just coming here and doing the podcast or it could be going to Dubai or it could be going to Mexico and chilling out. Or it could be getting on the road a whole week and doing a bunch of work because that is going to protect this. So I just get up every day going, what opportunity? No, what's the, that's, what's the, what's the mm, optimal opportunity? Yes, that's 100%. Because there's a lot of people doing opportunities, but it's like, bro, the kind of money you're making, that's why I told my daughter, like, yes. look, you learn this assessment, 
Half the work is done for you. Why? Because yes. William Marston started it 100 years yes. ago. Yeah. So, so when you look at, like when I do educational work, half the battle is, well, what's this too? I don't even have to fight with you. Yes. I say, yo, this dude did his 100. I can show you every industry that this thing has been in and the success they had. I just put a, a, a twist on it. Yes. So I don't even have to fight you on the credibility of this tool because it's been out 100 years and everybody's been Everybody's using it. Done it. So yes. I, but I have it. I have it in a way that your people can understand it yes. and take this thing to... So what I had to realize was that process is even better than getting on the stage because the stage, to me, used to be my We thing. can't duplicate yes, this, right? right, right. We can't duplicate this. You feel duplicate, me? Right? You feel me? You feel me? It doesn't matter how much you charge, right? <laughs> Book don't look like he ready to give no sermons or But they can duplicate everybody around him. You brought up a phenomenal point, though. It's how it's, and I think that this is deeper to your question. It's your perception yeah. of whatever that may be. Yeah. And it gets back to, to Henry Ford, can or can't, yeah. right? If you're looking at something as this is a negative in my life, yeah, that, it could be, but what was the silver lining to that? What did you learn from that that will allow you never to let that happen again, but you're going to come out of it better, yeah. right? Even if you've had a, a negative experience in a relationship, well, maybe that negative relationship introduced you to a different relationship. Focus on that positive. Please, I don't want you to miss this, though. He said something earlier. We ain't on it, but you own it. Man, if you could speak to fathers, you know, because I literally had a major opportunity in my life that I did not do because we'd already hit the goal, but it was a time where I was like, yo, my son, even though he's an adult, like, he needs me right now. You know? I was like, yo, he need me. And people was like, how's he doing? I was like, he going to be doing great. It's like, how are you so confident? Because I'm his father. Like, I know his brand. I know why he is where he is. And I was telling C, when me and C had talked, I said, C, I'm actually, although the circumstance may look a certain way, I'm actually excited. And yeah. C was like, why are you so excited? I was like, because he's here, because he cares. Like, he's not in this position because he don't care. He really here because he felt like, yo, I dropped the ball. You know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. First of all, you got it twisted. I don't need you to do that. Right. You think I need you to add right. to this. Yeah. I don't need you to yeah. add to this. Yeah. I got this on lockdown. Yeah. What I need you to do is figure out for the next gen. Like, I got this generation We're covered. Good. Yeah. We good to go. You don't need to be worried about eating. You don't need to worry about where you stand. You don't need to worry about that. I need to see that you're actually on. So can you speak to that? Because you said as a father, and I just feel like so many young people are not where they're supposed to be because their dads are not where they're supposed yeah. to be. And I'm talking about even fathers that may be physically, physically. present, but they're but not where they're strategy. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. speak to that, yeah. that part. So that, that, that was me. I mean, quite frankly, that was me. I would go, we would go on vacations, and I physically am there, but I have this, and I have a laptop, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm there the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't remember when it was. I remember we were up in, we were in Traverse City, and I told the, my assistant, I said, I'm gonna check emails once at night. If there is an emergency, you can call my cell phone. If not, nothing. Mm -hmm. And again, nothing happened. Business comes back and it's good. People give them an opportunity to lead. If you build leaders around you, they come back in and they're starting to solve the problems that, again, only could take me. And it wasn't only me. I just was too selfish to allow others to jump in. Right, right. Right? So now I can be present. Now I can physically be there. Now I can be with my son. Now I can be there with my kids because you've created leaders around you. And again, it gets back to what you were saying earlier. If you, if you just have people around you following you, well, as soon as you stop leading, everyone's going to turn around and look at the person behind them and no one's moving forward. So if you have all these other leaders, I, I don't have a problem. I'll sit back and watch everybody take off and go and lead. 
And now we have duplicatable, repeatable, and predictable. Right? And again, it gets back to the point. I mean, what, what, what does that have to do with money? Everything. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's somebody like, exactly. what does that have to do with money, Mike? Right. Well, tell them what it had to do with money. I mean, again, I mean, you know, you save money. How much money are you going to save next month? And if you don't already know that answer, then it's not predictable. Yeah. And it's not repeatable. Yeah. It's not like, well, I got my tax return, so I'm going to say, that's, come on, yeah. right? That's not it. Yeah. What are you saving every time you get a paycheck? What happens if you go out and, and you do a little bit of extra work? What are you going to do with that? Are you going to go and spend it? Are you going to say, well, is it, it's not repeatable. So you got to be able to have things in your life that you know are going to happen before they happen, right? You talk about how many times you're going to speak on stage, right? So then what happens? And so you have to have all these leaders around you. I mean, you guys have done a phenomenal job. The ETA brand, right? I remember when I first started rocking with you, it was, it was you, right? And, and you guys were, now I have all these other things. And I'm, not, all, I'm not in Jamaica, but it's still moving. Yeah. Successfully. Yeah. It's not just, they're not going through the motions, Right? And so those are the things that you, you have to be able to build those people. Don't just say it's going to be me and I'm just going to charge this and I'm going to ram this and I'm just going to me, 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 me. There's a lot of me, me, me successful people out there, but the day they stop. That's it. It's over. That's it. So let's, let's go back because they know our origin story and I, I learn best from, you know, learning from people's stories. So you step out, you tell your wife, hey, we're going to do this thing. We're going to roll. How do you get your first three, four people to rock with you. Because I think that's, you know, they talk about a, a spaceship. The most energy it takes is getting off the ground. When you're now, you're, you're coming off, maybe you don't have the, you can't pay somebody, you know, maybe, you know, six, you know, uh, 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 six figures. You can't, you know, you kind of got to get them to go with the vision and believe. What was that early origin story when you knew, like, man, I'm going to get into this thing and go? The like, easiest thing is squad. in anything in life, somebody has already done it more successfully than you. I, I didn't reinvent the wheel. I didn't do anything different. I went and mentored with somebody that I knew in the business, worked with them for six, 12 months. Did you pay for that mentorship or was it the, a I, friend or? No, I gave, you, you, I gave up a piece of my, of, of whatever I earned, I gave a percentage to that person. Okay, I just want to make it clear because Very we clear. want tangible steps because people are so going to hear that and well, be like, I, I, I want nobody mentor me for And again, it's, it's a lot, of, a it's a lot about relationships. You know, when I was going to college, I, was, I did internships for the Detroit Pistons and made no money. Zero. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? She Zero. thinks I'm the only one that did that to her. I just want you to know. I want you to intern. Yeah. Hey, it was an intern. Was, hey, you didn't have a championship grade, so. But his baby was intern. She was, was teaching the class. Hey, that's okay. Oh, that's the, that was a part of my intern proposal. That just came with it. Exactly. <laughs> so, but, but that's the yeah. thing. There's, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can give me any industry, right? Let's say you want to, you know, become a, an, I want to own an auto mechanic store. And again, I'm the most, if I, something breaks in my car, I'm just, it's, it's, someone's coming to fix it. I have no idea, right? Flat tire, I don't, blow it up, maybe. We'll figure it out, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I blow don't know. Up. Yeah. But I promise you, there's somebody with, a, with, with, a, with an uber successful auto mechanic store. Go work for them for six months and say, listen, I, you want to pay me 20 an hour? I'm going to take 10, but you got to teach me everything about this business. Do that for six or 12 months, and I promise you, you're going to know what did more you learn during that, where, uh, What did you learn during that time? What specifically did you learn that helped you, you know? The, well, you said something up. already. Can you speak to this? Because I think most people who are doing programs or yeah. business, they don't get this part. Yeah. 
You said you figured out what people needed. Correct. Why is that so important to making money? Mm-hmm. Figuring out, not that you didn't say you learn whatever the specific thing of economics right. or financial illiteracy. You said you figured out what people needed. Right. Why is that important? Because everybody needs something different, right? I mean, everybody's in a different walk of life. And I mean, even to this day with our clients, you just, you know, we did this. Spend an hour and just ask them questions. What do you need? I'm not here to sell you anything. Tell me, what do you need? Because you might need something different than him and than him, than him, than her, right? So tell me, what is it that you need? And ask those questions. You know, it doesn't matter who your customer is, is your job is to solve a problem. Right? The people that come and listen to you, to hear you talk, they have a problem and you're there to solve it. Yeah. Right? Deep in the brand. There's a problem and you're there to solve it. And it's, it's, to me, it's all about educating people to make an informed decision. That's it. Right, so right. if you educate them to make an informed decision, they're going to work with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And right? pay you. And, and, and pay yeah. you. Right? And again, they're going to pay you. And, and I just, for me, I always wanted it to be bigger than me. Right? I'm, I'm blessed enough to where I don't, I don't have to be there nine to five anymore. I don't, don't have to be with working with as many clients or any clients really at this point because my vision was always to be able to continue to expand to help others become leaders. And then, you know, the next phase of your life is instead of working with a bunch of end users, now my job has become how do I take my leaders and get them to accomplish their goals? Because they want different things in their life. Some have kids, some have not. Okay, in three to five years from now, what do you want in your life? My only job is to get them there as fast as possible, the most successful way. And again, your point earlier, they all start to come up and guess who's rising with them. You're not going to stay down here while everybody else goes there. Do you worry about training up your competition? No. No, 100%. If your goal, if you come and work as an advisor for us and you sit down with me and say, listen, I want you to teach me, like I said earlier, everything that you possibly know and in three years I want to go do this on my own, I say, I can get you there in two, let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, E.B. suppressing me. See, that's the problem all these years. He <laughs> never wanted me to leave. Him specifically. Because he'll go sit down. He'll take over and go past the car. I've heard him talk before. Yeah. You know, you're not nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I gave Carl one episode. Carl, you hear what Mike said, though? I gave Carl one episode. You hear what Mike said? Mike said, he's heard him talk before. I have nothing to worry about. I'm good. I have nothing to worry about. Once an episode, I gave Carl the The shacking one you had him. Oh, about to spit out his whole. All the way. That's my whole problem the whole time. See, Mike get you there, too. I've been here with this clown 15 years. I ain't went nowhere. Yeah, no way. I'm talking about right. Hamster yeah, wheel. Just hold it on. <laughs> the little small pool by <laughs> pool in the backyard. Oh, yeah, 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 the one you hamster yeah. wheel. Yeah, but you know, I, I, you know, um, I just think the need thing is so important, you know, because so many people go after money. And it's like if you go after money, you may not always get it. You might get it. Right. But when you go after needs, you always had a person. Yeah. You know, and you, and if you have the person, you already you always have. You know, we we went to go eat yesterday, and um, I asked you know the young lady. I said, um, you know, I don't really like eating at the Cheesecake Factory because they're not predictable. You know, the Grand Lux oh, in my, Vegas. Oh my Cheesecake Factory! Yeah. Hold on now. I'm saying here in Michigan. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not predictable. Okay, shout yeah. out to the. Uh, yeah. Have you Cumber- been there? Oh yeah. It's just not predictable. Yeah. Shout out to Cumberland Mall. The, the, their yeah. menu's too big. They got to yeah. limit that uh, thing and say it's yeah. in or it's out, yeah. right? Yeah. Just, so, but the Vegas boy, Grand Lux, yeah. they always come yeah. with it. So I went in. Uh, we we came home. You know, went by, and so um, I used to know the manager. He 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 moved away, but I said, um, you know, I need Lynn because she knows how to make that pasta and that chick. I need Lynn. 
Oh, and, the actual uh, chef. Back yeah, then. she's a chef. And it's like, she's See? not here anymore. And I was like, she's not here. So I was like, all right, I'm about to go. He ordered like yeah. he had a five-star yeah. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. The Chef Lynn back there. Yeah, no, no, they I like, sir, this the cheesecake factory. It's need Lynn. It's Larry today. Larry. <laughs> and, that's, you know, and that's the problem. I'm like, why is Lynn one day Larry? Yeah, well, Larry, yeah, well, well, Lynn got an off day. Yeah. He don't work every day you come yeah, in. Yeah, I just, but I'm saying, but why Larry's so whack? Well, Larry got, Larry got a few baby mama drama. Nah, he got time to and be so he shouldn't have got, cooking your eggs he, extra yeah, well. He, he shouldn't have got hired because I want the same experience every time I go. So if it's average, cool, but you gave me so so she, the lady said I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get uh, Demetrius. Come on, Demetrius. And I was like, oh, okay. Let's cool. see what you Demetrius got. So I said, baby. I'm gonna wait. So I, Demetrius comes out, right? This night, this is this the right here at the Cheesecake Factory. So they're so you got people oh, they know coming me. and wait. Oh, they know me. Does Demetrius <laughs> know you? So Bob come to find yeah, yeah. So he comes out, right? Yeah. And he like, E.T. I said, what's up, D's like, man, I watched all your videos, bro. I've been watching for years. I said, okay, that's good. But has it affected you? We're going to find out. You know, man. We're going to find out. No, no, no. As soon as you bring this salmon out here, we're going to find out. And I said, do you listen or not? Watch this, though. I said, do you know Lynn? He said, I trained her. Yeah. Ooh. I said, I said, where are you, man? We good money. We reached the top. We reached the top. So, this is what I mean by needs. So, we finished. He made Didi, you know, she's been doing the vegetarian thing for probably about a year now. Man, he made, so they got a Cuban sandwich. But of course, the Cuban is. You know, pork. Yeah, it's, it's Fantastic. Cuban. <laughs> it's Cuban. A little mustard on that yeah, thing. Yeah, you're all, uh, see, mustard, bro, uh, that joker, bro. A Cuban? Bro. So, Not so only about Cheesecake Factory Cuban, but a real, but like, see, you go out to New I'm York saying, and get a Cuban But I can't sandwich. go to New York every day. So, uh, so I said to him, I want a, a, a veggie man. Cuban. Mm, Let me oh, tell you something. Cuban. He made, did he have broccoli? <laughs> he, no, no. He gave her broccoli, <laughs> mushrooms, onion. Let me just say this. Look, right. Eddie almost fell out of his chair <laughs> well, when you said that. I, Eddie, I would have too. A broccoli I, Cuban. I, I eat meat, but that, I would have too. I tell yeah. you, don't call it a Cuban. Yeah. Just call well, it a broccoli sandwich. No, this is why I had Do to call, call it a Cuban. Do not call it a Cuban. Because she was about to get her something else. Okay. And I was like, no, she needs that Cuban bread. It ain't just that. the slaw that make it a Cuban. You got to have that. The bread is, the bread is where, where it's at. So let me just say this. He made it. Diddy gave my man $100. So to my point, when you get it, when to you meet a person. To your point, Lynn's fired a Demetrius. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, she, no, no, she, she, oh, no, Lynn, she left. Yeah, but Lynn, Lynn left. Oh, she yeah, left. she left for some reason. I don't know what happened, but Lynn left. So I don't like, know where she at. She might be at Real Live. <laughs> you go catch her, whatever <laughs> you are. Right across the street. <laughs> but I'm saying, <laughs> there are a lot of people going after money, but when you meet the need, you may actually yes. make more money meeting the need That's than you're going to go for making the money. So I said to Didi, bro, he made you a vegan Cuban. The sandwich oh, ain't cost for fifteen, sixteen dollars. He so bought my man a hundred dollars. She gave my man a hundred dollar tip. So it was a hundred dollar tip. She gave him a hundred dollars. The chef. Yeah. And then she hooked the waiter up because the waiter was the one that knew that he was to go get the guy. Yeah. So I said, "Did we just spent two hundred dollars? Have y'all ever no just wiggle. thought about going to a nicer restaurant? <laughs> but, uh, can I say this? <laughs> no, no. Can I say this? Have you it, ever it thought it, about it don't, just it don't a place exist. that already? No, I'm just it exists. It doesn't exist. It does. You Not gotta go out by where Mike lives. You gotta go farther. <laughs> oh, oh, you out here in Lansing? A great restaurant. You gonna get what we get you here in the L? I didn't. I don't. But we don't hang out in the L. You gonna get what you get, baby? Yeah. Crack chicken. There's yeah, only one way to order it. Yeah, extra it. seasoning. That's you don't even ask for extra seasoning. You get an extra seasoning. 
season. Yeah, but she don't eat chicken, so I had to take her to Okay, well, I'm just saying. Listen, Michael Mike can tell me where we go for veggie Cuban. Yeah, he got you. Was it Brighton, right? Yeah. Okay. We've digressed. I want to go back to that point earlier because yeah. when you talk about, well, what if they're even going to be your competition or they're, they're, they're going to go open their own branch? Yes. If you as a leader do your job to the best of your ability, they will never leave you. Oh, so now you not yeah, you back in the game, baby. <laughs> you back in the game. That's what just he was like that. You back in the game. He still ain't got the Yeah, he got. But yeah, but that, that is a phenomenal yeah. point, though. You, no, you have to good. make sure that that that's, that's good. Yeah, make it again, Mike. Because yeah. if yeah. again, he can say he's all in. He's drinking <laughs> the lion. The lion's Kool Aid, right? He's drinking it, right? But but then all of a sudden, if you're a bad leader, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. They can come in and say, "Hey, I'm going to go open my own prime. I'm going to do other things. Awesome." But I promise you, if I do a good job at what I'm supposed to yeah. do, you will never leave. You're not going to leave. You, you're not going to get this anywhere you're else. You're not. And you don't want the responsibility on your own. Yeah, and to your point, the thing that allowed me or made me not, there was no reason to leave. Yes. I never felt like I had a ceiling here, if that makes sense. Yes. So I think a lot of people want people to come work for them and you're just going to lower it over them and be whatever. I tell people all the time, I had a discussion with Jeremy earlier, and I told him, I was like, yo, you come work for me, you can make as much as you want to make. I promise you, you, you want to make a million dollars next year? Let's go. I'll show you how, and if you're willing to put in the work, we can make it. I promise you, I'm not going to stop nobody. And we say and you so, can keep your brand. Yeah. We don't need to yeah. change, no. 100%. And so yeah. I, I, I'm be real, but if I felt like there was a ceiling with me and E's relationship or the business, yeah. if I felt like, ah, man, like I can get to 250 and I might cap out and E like, all right, that's it, you know, it would probably make me feel a little different. And so... Um, I think a great leader, to your point, you're right. People will want to stay with you. So go back early on then when you learn your skills from this, men, from this mentor and you got it, what was your pitch to those first few people that came to work for you? Because now you have how many people that? We have, we're pushing 50 people. Okay. So the far, but again, first two or three is probably the hardest, right? Like what was your, your pitch and your, were you able to lead them with your vision at that point? Did you save up enough money well, to pay them it, a good it, salary? It, it, I wish that I knew the assessment back then because it's all about communication. Yeah. I am a horrible manager of people. Right. And I hear you talking about it all the time, like, like this, you know, I can't do this. I'm like, well, you can, you're just not, right? You know, right, like, right, right. That's my mindset, right? Yeah. Of, well, it, it's five o'clock and it's not done. Okay, well then we're gonna get it. Like that's my mindset. Yep, no yep. matter what happens, we're we're gonna go through. Got into a lot of trouble with that. Yeah, uh, a few HR complaints. <laughs> you know, thank just you. a few. That's the thing. So just you can't few. you can't be the manager of those people. I had to get out of the way. I can. So things took off when I when I hired a manager of people. I never dealt with the day to day interactions of employees because I I I, I would wake up in the morning early early on to your point ten. 15 years, 13 years ago, I would wake up with that anxiety of I got to go into the office and I got I to gotta face these demons today because somebody has to. We don't like to refer to our employees. As <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <I'm> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Welcome to the podcast. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying? We like to refer to our people as our uh, family. Yeah, yeah angels. Exactly. Hey, I don't want to go in and face now these demons. Good, yeah. <laughs> now I know my mall's not here. <laughs> right. You see what happened? Yeah, I'll tell you, that seat right yeah. there, bro. Don't worry if you work at Vogel's yeah. Financial. He's not talking to you. That was old time. Old time. We're good oh, today. Oh, oh. Old We're regime. good. You've been there longer than 12. Oh, you got some soul searching to do. <laughs> um, 
What's let's talk to us about uh you obviously service super wealthy clients. I'm assuming you, you have a range of clients, we but have, you have some that are we, so you know it, it goes back to you know having a mentor of your money. Yep. Right? A majority of our clients are the millionaire next door. Very, very, very rarely are we dealing with uh, uber wealthy people. Well, you got e-money, so I was yeah. just thinking. I made yeah. an assumption. I made an assumption. He get 200 to speak. I just made an assumption that you would make the average. At least again, one. We, we do, and, that, and that's more so in, in, in my realm, right? But yeah, all yeah. of our other advisors, I mean, we have, you know, when I, again, when I started, I had a client doing $101.50 a month. $101.50 a month. We but still help can, those people, and that was really? it. Yeah, it was a client's son. He was a, he was a chef. I don't know if he was working at Cheesecake, but he was yeah, a chef. Larry, that was Larry. That was Larry. Yeah, he didn't make it. Yeah, he didn't make the but, cut. But, you know, we, again, we served that client, and they loved it so much. They said, you got to help my son. He just got a job, doesn't know what to do. You got to find a mentor of your money. So, and again, it gets back to everything in life. You Find somebody that's better at it than you, and you, it doesn't cost you anything. Especially in the financial services, it doesn't matter if somebody charges you to do it. If if the financial advisor can't outperform what they're charging, they should be fired. If a CPA can't save you more monies in taxes than you're paying them, they should be fired. That's it. So it's not how much it costs. Yeah, I need to have a conversation with my right? CPA. So I, I say this all the time. This is my motto in life. It's not what it costs, it's what it's worth. Right. Mm. Back to the Break questions that, down. that you that, asked. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Break that Think down a little bit. Think about that. It's not what it costs, it's what it's worth. How much was Dee Dee's vegan, <laughs> vegetarian Ooh. sandwich? Oh, it only cost 15, but it was worth more than that for her health. Yeah. That's good. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's good. That's everything in life. It's not what it costs, it's and what it's worth. Right? right? I mean, look at these bottles of water. Yeah. Right? I mean, a bottle of water is the greatest example of that. Yeah. How much it is it for a case much. of water at Costco? Five bucks. Right? How much is it to buy an individual bottle at the gas station? Two bucks. How much is it at the airport? Eight Fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Fifty dollars. It's not what it costs, it. it's what it's yeah. worth. I, I need uh, to finance the water yes, that's uh, at the airport. Bro. Yeah. So that's, that gets back, that's it, everything in life, right? It's not what it costs, it's what it's worth, right? You, you know, you talk about children and you talk about the things. It, it doesn't matter what it costs, it's what it's worth, right? Hey, maybe you got to leave work an hour early and you're going to lose an hour worth of pay. Mm. What's it worth, though? What's it worth? Your kid's not going to play that game again. Yes, you still have an obligation to pay your mortgage every single month, but it's not. But you, you can do both. You, you can do both if you decide that you can do both. 100%. Yeah, I mean, the game of, um, you know, the game that, you know, C started, and we're gonna, we, you know, we spoke about it recently uh, with our Speakers Academy, you know, celebrity. As I talk about three things, content, uh, contacts, and celebrity. And... The whole concept of celebrity is what you said with water, where it's like C's thing is, hey, I'm going to make you a household name. Well, when you become a household name, the more of a household name you become in the right context, you could charge more for the exact same thing, you know? You know, so for me, it's to your point, it's like, okay, he taught me that, and I realized that, and was like, okay, I got to help C help me with the celebrity boy, because once you get to it, like I look at some of these guys who are celebrities who are not even good speakers, but they can go somewhere oh, for sure. and do a gala yeah, sure. and speak, and they can't speak yeah, and make a quarter of a million dollars. So it's like, yo, I got to figure out how to make a quarter of a million dollars. But it's the questions. Like, I, I hear people dogging college out. Yo, I promise you, 
when I when I had to pay Michigan State fifty grand to go to, you know, to get an advanced degree, I was blessed. Izzo paid half, D'Antonio had paid half, so I didn't necessarily have to come out cash, but it was still fifty. I said to myself, if somebody's willing to pay fifty thousand dollars for for you to go to school, like they're asking you for fifty, I was like, when I graduate, I'm gonna need fifty thousand. I'm just saying, that's how I start asking myself the level the that it's at. I was just like, yo, uh, it don't make sense if you're gonna if you're gonna make me pay fifty, right. but I'm never gonna be able to make fifty. Right. I'm like, yo, that don't even make sense. And not fifty in a year. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying like, you charge me fifty thousand for this program. I like that. E. It's a transaction. Make, uh, bruh, it's a fifty thousand dollar transaction. Make, like, why would I? Why would I pay you fifty? Or have a student loan that's going to charge me an interest on the 50, right. and I can't make... I, no, I'm just being real, Mike. I asked this, myself this question. Mm-hmm. How are they paying... How are they asking me for 50? Like, what's the justification of you just, like, 50? Right. Or Where, however, where'd that number come from? Right. right yeah. Or if you go up the road, <laughs> the, the school up north, it's about 125 mm-hmm. for a degree. So you charge somebody 50, then up the street, they're charging you 125. Same degree. Same degree. And I wasn't mad. I just said, if you're going to charge me that much, I got to be able to make, I got to be able to charge. So I said to myself, okay, good. I'm going to give you this 50. But once I get this piece of paper, I got to figure out how to make 50 off of the piece of paper. And I think when Carl was asking about questions, like, that's what I do. I'm just fair. Like I said to my guy, you know, he was like, man, E, you want me to not like he didn't say it, but I could feel in his spirit. Like, man, we just went from 75. Now you want me to ask for 200? And I was like, yeah, because you asked me, and I told both of them this directly. I said, I asked y'all how much y'all gonna charge me to do it. Y'all told me. I never negotiated with you. I gave you what you asked for. Mm-hmm. Now give me what I asked for. Yeah. I never asked no question. Right. You told me if I'm gonna get on the New York Times bestsellers list, you need it cost me my. All together, it cost me, without extra stuff, it cost me $193,000 for the person and then the staff. I'm not mad, Mike. Why? Because you got me on the New York Times bestsellers list. So I paid, I got what I paid for. So now I'm getting books in other countries. I got exactly what I Really, you should only be charging $193,000. You, 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 that little seven. You do extra seven. Like, yeah, you do a little seven. extra Throw seven. seven. Pieces yeah, give you me that seven. seven. <laughs> yeah, tell me. 193, Mike. I'll take the seven. So, so I'm just saying to your, you know, to your point with the cards, with the question, I just asked myself the question. I'll give you 193, but can you give me what I'm asking for? And so I think, man, we got to really, man, it's Ford again. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can, not, you said ain't no right. balance, right. but if you think you can meet the needs of your family yeah. and do the whatever, you can do both. If you big enough to charge me 50, I'm big enough to charge somebody 50. Mm. Apparently in the earth, people charge each other, people charging 50s. And I, and I got upset. Well, I wouldn't use this word. Upset is not a good word. But I was like, wow, this person Fifth. charged how much? And, and, and they didn't even speak, Mike. They were like, uh, who's going to be on the panel with me? I said, on the panel? <laughs> Y'all paying that much? And it's a panel? Like, they don't even, they can't even just get up I'm, I'm and about to up freestyle. Yeah. I'm just saying they couldn't even free, they, you can't even get up and freestyle or read a transcript. Like, you need other people to ask you questions. I was like, raise me. Wow. I see you and raise me another raise 50 me up. Yeah. on that. Because that's, that's, that's what it's worth. Because that's what it's worth. You just told me what it was worth. So why am I afraid to go in the realm of what it's worth? Yeah. The problem is a lot of y'all out there, it, it ain't worth what you, like, you're talking about some masters now. 
Make sure your stuff is worth oh, no question. what you are trying no to question. charge. Because a yeah. lot of people, I'm just saying, yeah, well, they just... They just uh, they, you'll find out the hard way. Oh, the market yeah, will you tell you. Ask. Yeah, the, the, market, market the market will tell, will tell you. Or fake yeah. it yeah. real quick. Get you yeah. 50 grand and go invest yeah. and make real estate real. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just yeah. fake it out no, one there time you go. real quick. No, for real. Yeah. There you go. Figure out yeah. your investment no, strategy. That ain't fake. Yeah, no. We'll wind up here in a few last questions. Where now with... I feel like it's crazy now, like, and I'm not going to, I don't want you to get, obviously everybody's situation is different, but in terms of the market now, in terms of what you see and you've been doing this for a while, um, what is your, do you have any recommendations for individuals that you're giving them going towards the end of this year, going into, you know, 23 and kind of like what you Don't hey, give them what yeah. I'll pay you for, yeah. Mike. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't don't not, not that. <laughs> Yo, give, one, give them the rookie level. They probably get it for free. Yeah, right, right. Come right. on, man. <laughs> give them the rookie level. Okay, thank you. Mike, Mike, Mike give us value. You know don't listen saying? to these clowns. The easiest thing is, is, is it's... What's there's it worth? Always, there's always an opportunity. Always an opportunity. Okay. And so, again, everybody's a different scenario, though. Right, so if I sit down, you know, I always kind of laugh when people, you know, when they find out that you're in the financial services, I was like, how are the markets doing? And again, I can be a nice guy and kind of, that's exactly it. Well, what market are you talking about, mm-hmm. right? Like, they just want you to be like, blah, 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 blah. Like, they're talking heads on TV. They're, I mean, they get people to tune in and there's zero value. Zero value. Everybody will tell you what to buy, but they'll never tell you when to sell. Right? And so, to your point, you you have to find somebody that can mentor you in your money. If you're like, hey, I'm really, really passionate about doing it on my own, there's a lot of gurus out there that will teach you how to do it on your own. Day trading. Day trading. Whatever is it that you want to do, God bless you. Have at it and go and do it. And there'll be people that are very, very successful in doing it. Absolutely. A lot of other people have passionate things. A lot of our clients come to us because they want to do other things in their life than, than do this all day. So... If you look at it as a financial services, our job is to, is to take the pressure off of E's shoulders and put it onto our shoulders and let us do what we're really, really good at doing. So as you go in there, look for the opportunities. Find someone that you know, like, and trust and let them do what they're going to do. And again, to the, you know, the point earlier, if they can't drive the results, that's, there is no conversation. If the CPA can't save you money on your taxes more than you're paying them, that's not a conversation. The financial advisor can't make you more than what you pay. That's an easy conversation. Um, let's wrap it up with this. You said that people come to people because they have a problem. You were already highly successful running a top firm, all of those things, and yet you sought out E for mentorship. Why at you know the you know, peak and prime of your career when you're already crushing it, you and your wife been together forever, you got your kids, you got... The, the house of your dreams, what did, what did you need? What was the problem that he was able to solve for you? Well, two things. Number one is the day you stop working on your marriage, the day you stop working on being a better father, the day you stop working on being a better leader, the day you stop praying, that's the day you're in trouble. So if somebody's out there like, and they look at somebody like, he's got it all, she's got it all, they don't. They may have it today, they may have it this minute, but if they wake up tomorrow, it can all be gone. So I surround myself with people like E and you and Carl, and, and, and it, it doesn't have to be a lot sometimes, but you know that that person's there because they're going to make you better, right? And you know that if you surround yourself with, again, it, you know, say what you want, again, you surround yourself with five successful people, I promise you're the sixth. 
in whatever it is. You want to be a really, really good dad? Go find people, that, go find five really, really good dads and start hanging out with them. Right, right. Right? You want to find people that are really, really, you want to be a speaker? Go, go hang out with, with other really, really good speakers. And you have to be, you have to be better. So that's something that I would say is just never, you can never stop. The day that you stop trying to get better is, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what, uh, in particular, because I don't think I ever asked you, I remember the first day we talked on the phone, but I don't remember if you told me what was like, what video what did you watch? Or like, was there something specifically that resonated with you that made you want to go like, yep, this guy right here. I'm just curious. I never asked you that. I, I don't know if it was ever one thing. It, I think what it boils down to is ease character. And, you know, a lot of people say that, but, I mean, we were talking about this before the pod. I mean, there's a, you can, the internet has ruined this for everybody. Right? You could be rocking with this person, and they're, they're, maybe they're making you a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But their character is atrocious. And all of a sudden, that's going to start to creep in, that they're doing things on the side. Yeah, they're making a ton of money, because that's what they're teaching to do, but they're doing all these other things with their character that starts to creep in. Next thing you know, you're divorced, you don't see your kids, and, you know, you lost half of your money. How much was it really worth? Mm. So when you see that character, you see those things, and it's not easy. Marriage is not easy. But divorce is not easy. Ooh. Speak pick, on it. Pick, pick your easy. Mm-hmm. Pick your hard. Right? And, you know, and, and it's not that it's, anybody has it perfect. I'm just telling you that the day that you stop working on the things that matter to you. So if you stop watching the videos, you stop listening to this podcast, it's what are you consuming all of the time? Right, right. Right? So there wasn't like one video, there wasn't one thing, but it, when you start to dig in deeper and you say, that's somebody I want to be associated with. You know, and it was funny, I, I go back to this, there was a, I think this was my first live event, now that I think about this, it was at Michigan State, it was a boot camp. Mm-hmm. And I'm 99.9% sure that Maul sat to the left of me Maul in front was, of yeah, me. Yeah, Maul was at the boot camp. Uh, mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I and I and that I just was thinking about that. The I, other I promise year. you, I don't. I think to this day, I didn't know you were there. Yeah. I don't remember you there. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's I, crazy. I think that was my first live because I. Oh I wow, just that was a road. while ago. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, that was a while ago too, because little Jamal was just born. Yeah. He's seven. seven. Yeah. Wow. So seven years. Th- I think that that was my first live, if you will. And mm-hmm. then again, it's 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 what I want to consume, yeah. right? And yeah, just joking, it's fun and, and it's good to listen, but at the end of the day, you know that the content is pure. You know that your heart is pure. You know that, that you're, you're going to get things that you're going to be able to. It takes a while for sometimes for them to actually come out into fruition. I heard you say a lot, um, stay ready. I never knew what that meant. I just say, race, race, race. Like, okay, whatever, right? But then all of a sudden, when you start to do these things and you're saving for an event, or for me, it was getting, getting in shape or doing something because I'm going to go on a vacation. Or, mm-hmm. You know, in Michigan, you only got to look good for like three months, right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, it. right. That's yeah. So I'm going to get ready for summer, right? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you got a trip and you're going to go out to, to California. You're like, oh, man, I'm not ready. No, not right? in December. <laughs> I got this winter coat. Right. I'm going to start, start doing some sit-ups right now. It's not going to help. It's so the time It was right like, here. okay, so now I got to stay. You always got to be ready because you never know when your time's going to come. In life, right, someone could call, they may need you, and it's just surrounding yourself with other successful people, and that just will rise with the tide. 
I love it, man. Let the people know where they can reach you at, Mike. I know you uh, Yeah, you so socials I, and all of that, man. Yeah, we got a strong following. Yeah, absolutely. Go show and Mike again, if anybody, if anybody needs help, our, our website is fogusfinancial.com. It's F-O-G-U-T-H financial.com. There's a little box on there. It's like message us or schedule something. And anybody in the office will be able to, again, if you have a question, hey, what do I do this? Do I save here? I got a 401k. I did this. I did that. Whatever it may be. My office, I promise, will, will lend a helping hand for whatever those questions are. Um, on IG, it's just Mike Foguth, so it's M-I-K-E-F-O-G-U-T-H. Uh, and again, shoot me a message if people have questions, and I- I'm always a resource to be able to help people. Yeah, shout out to Organifi, too, the Superfood Green Juice Powder, keeping this podcast powered up. We appreciate Organifi for the uh, partnership and sponsorship. Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS. Get 20% off your order. Um, Brother Maul will be back with us soon, but for this uh, time, man, Maul, you, you, did, down, you did a, you did a <laughs> no great question. job holding it down, no White Maul. Um, yeah, no, no, we appreciate it, man, yeah, seriously. And it's, it's always, yeah. you know, good to get that information and kind of that feedback from, you know, other individuals who've had That's a ton funny. of success and, you know, continue to thrive in your area. So blessings to you, the family, and everything else, man. You going to have another one, man? You got six already. If you ask my wife, she's <laughs> all in. His wife trying to talk him into hey, a seven. Eight, seven is completion. Lucky number seven. Seven, seven is, is completion. completion. There you go. Seven is completion. So, hey, do it for me because I got that. I'm done. Once I, Yeah, that's it for me, dog. I think the rest of us up here, if it, if it happened, it'll be a miracle. It'll be a miracle. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna take a miracle. Hey, appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you know the deal. We out of here. We love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this. You concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul. Thank you so much for rocking with us as always, right? We don't take it lightly, guys. And we hope that we've provided transformation and not just information. We want you to become the best version of yourself, right? Make sure you check out the show notes to access all the important links and get your product discount. Now, one favor we're asking of you, do us this favor. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We want to know your feedback and how we can serve you better. And if there's anyone that you think can benefit from listening to this show, please, I beg you please share it with them and remember as e always says if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe then you'll be successful